Hello and welcome to the next episode of Careers in Antitrust, an interview series by the ABA Young Lawyer Division's Antitrust Law Committee. I'm your host, Kate Monks, an associate at the law firm Mayor Brown. And with me today is Gail Levine, the co-leader of Mayor Brown's Global Antitrust and Competition Practice and a partner in our DC office. Gail joined Mayor Brown last year after serving as the Deputy Director of the Bureau of Competition at the Federal Trade Commission, also known as the FTC. Before that, she served as the Director of US Competition at Uber. She's also worked as a Vice President of Public Policy at Verizon and an Attorney Advisor to the Chairman at the FTC. And these are just the highlights. Gail really has a trifecta of antitrust experience, working not only at a big firm like Mayor Brown, but also working in a variety of roles in-house and in the government. Because of that experience, I really can't think of someone better suited to talk to lawyers just starting their careers and looking to learn more about antitrust work and the different career paths available to them. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, let's jump right in. So tell us, a little, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you end up as an antitrust practitioner? It was almost inadvertent. I started out my career at the Justice Department as a trial lawyer in the federal programs branch of the civil division. And one of the very first cases I handled there was um, an early tech privacy case. I was defending the constitutionality of the Drivers Privacy Protection Act, which uh, Congress had passed to keep certain private information offline. Uh, and I was defending that case in, at the Justice Department. And I knew I was really intrigued by tech and really wanted to do more in tech. The FTC was at the cutting edge of those high-tech issues right from the start. And this is in the early 2000s, in the early aughts. So I jumped over to the Federal Trade Commission and fell in love with antitrust and the rest is history. That sounds great. I, I think so many people kind of come into this field, you know, not necessarily expecting it and it kind of finds them um, because it's usually, there's so many interesting cases and issues out there um, in the antitrust world. Um, so, like you said, you have experience in the government and the private sector, and you started your career uh, working in the government um, after doing two clerkships. So, for young attorneys who are starting out um, and about to enter the antitrust field and just law in general, um, what would you say some of those pros and cons are of starting your career in the government versus starting at a big firm? You know, I think it might come down to just how you like to learn. Um, in the, if you if you start your career in a law firm, you're going to get excellent training from senior lawyers who have been around the block and can show you how things are done the right way, right? Which is terrific. Um, if you join the government, you're going to learn the same material, uh, but you're going to learn it um, by doing. Uh, in in the sense of you know you might get thrown into the deep end of the pool and asked to swim. Right? So for example, when I was a junior lawyer at the Justice Department. I was trying my own cases. That means you're doing your own depositions, you're doing your own discovery. It also means that it's only you at three in the morning making copies at the copy machine. You know, there's, no one to, <laughs> there's no one to help you out. There's no one to back you up. I guess it really just depends on um, how you like to get. There's a lot of new material to learn. And the question is how you like to learn it. Yeah, that's a really good way of, of looking at it. And yeah, I, I hear you know so many people who say really that the government experience really allows them to just kind of dive in and and get their hands dirty and you know get out there and get in front of court um it seems like a really great way to to start your career um 
you have also now, in addition to the government uh, and the big law firm, been at in-house at companies. And I think that kind of gives you a really unique perspective because um, I feel like you'll see a lot of antitrust lawyers, maybe do government, go to firms, but not as many who have had that in-house experience. So I'd love to know how your experience at Verizon and Uber uh, has impacted the way you kind of view your practice now that you're back at a firm and you're the one serving as the outside counsel. Yeah, I think that when you're in-house counsel, you learn to think like a business person because you're so close if you're doing the job right and as in-house counsel, you're so close to your business clients in the, in the company and you start um, resonating to some of the things that excite them too. So I think that when out, now that I'm sitting on the other side of the table in a conversation between outside counsel and in-house counterparts, um, I start, I, I try to think, I try to remember that they, like me, are thinking like business people. And I try to start thinking, okay, what are the you know, top, say, three problems, business problems, uh, that, that um, uh, connect over to legal problems that the in-house counsel is facing? And what are some very practical business-oriented tips for how to see those problems through? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think um, on our side as attorneys, it can be easy to forget that, you know, our case isn't perhaps the most important thing for every single person at the client company. And it's, I think, really useful to take a step back and think about, you know, what are they actually thinking about on a day-to-day -day basis? Because oftentimes, you know, it's probably probably not our case at every moment, though sometimes it might be and that's a different story, but absolutely kind of thinking about what in their industry is is super important. And I think that's one of the, the great things about antitrust is that you are kind of constantly learning about different industries and learning about the different problems that face those industries um, in a way that you might not, you know, if you just focused on one one sort of area constantly. But let me let me sort of turn that around though and, and and agree with what you're saying, but also sort of on the flip side, there's a there's an element of truth to the reverse as well. It's true, you're absolutely right that in-house lawyers often have their eye on a bigger picture than an individual case that you are working on. But that but the the fact that they have the ability to do that has a lot to do with you, right? You are the one who's solving that litigation problem for them. And when you can do that. And they just don't have to worry about that case the way they would ordinarily have to. I mean, they can just exhale and say, okay, fine. Let me take care of systemic issues because you've got this case under control. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it and think about the role that you're playing and this that you're doing for them. You're not you're handling the case, but you're also taking it off of their, you know, their plate, their mental plate to know that it's something is, you know totally handled, totally covered, um, that they, you know, they'll be alerted when they need to be, um, but they won't be, you know, <laughs> setting, you know, putting out fires all the time on our end. Um, that's a good way to, yeah, to think about what we're trying to do for them and make it as easy as possible when so many of these antitrust cases, you know, last for years and years. Um, it can be hard to, <laughs> to try to make sure you're handling every everything and making sure you're making it as easy for them as possible when you know you'll <laughs> be involved in these cases for, for years to come. So we've discussed some of your experiences working in antitrust, uh, but now I want to zoom in, uh, zoom out a bit with some of these bigger picture questions. So first, what do you like best about the practice of antitrust law? 
who I like best working with people like Kate. <laughs> um, I like that it's a really active time in antitrust today. Um, you know, especially for tech, you have to go back to a time, the time of, let's say, Theodore Roosevelt to find a time of such intense antitrust scrutiny. Um, and it, it's a time of real intellectual ferment. It's a time where people are questioning the first principles of antitrust law. It's a, it's a terrific time to be practicing in the field. Absolutely. It is so interesting. And it is, I think, you know, it felt feels so rare to have, you know, walk into a bookstore and see, you know, best-selling books on antitrust and, and what should you know, the future of antitrust be. And it's really cool to be working in that field. Um, yeah, along those lines, um, maybe if you could speak a little bit about, um, you know, we kind of are in this moment of uh, debate about what the goals of antitrust should be. And if you could kind of give a, a short kind of a little primer um, about that for people who are maybe just sort of getting familiar with the antitrust world, that would be super useful. Sure. So if you are just joining the antitrust debate today as a junior lawyer, you've come at the right time. There's a debate right now going on for the soul of antitrust doctrine. You know, people are asking the fundamental questions about antitrust. What is the doctrine for? Um, there had been a recent rather broad consensus that the goal of antitrust was to promote consumer welfare. Think lower prices, think better quality, think greater innovation along those lines. But there's another school of thought um, that questions that and asks, you know, should antitrust be promoting other goals? in addition or instead, uh, and what should those goals be and how do you measure how well you've accomplished those goals? All of that is why this is one of really the most exciting times to be in antitrust law. I totally agree. I think it's really great to get to wrestle with those issues and think about the bigger picture and the bigger impact on society and consumer wellness and the country as a whole, and it really, helps kind of bring back the key principles. Why do we have antitrust law? What what was it that made us start down that path? And you know, where does the path go from here? Um, but such such interesting issues to get to wrestle with um, in addition to just the normal interesting stuff that we deal with uh, every day. So you mentioned um, in addition to you now having this debate now, we also are you know at a time of immense activity uh, in the tech sector. And you personally have a lot of experience working um, with you know, the for being at the forefront of antitrust work and uh, emerging technology, working at Uber, working uh, at the FTC. So seeing that, uh, what do you think some of the biggest issues are that are facing those tech companies um, today? Well, I think the one of the biggest challenges the tech companies are facing today in the antitrust space is that the challenges aren't hitting them only from one sort of direction. Right? That there are challenges, there are there are there is activity on multiple fronts, and it's all at the same time. It's the US antitrust agencies and of course the courts where the antitrust agency actions uh, land, but also there's um, an unprecedented level of activity in Congress and international enforcers are engaging here. I think that's one of the biggest issues uh, facing um, tech companies today is just the multiplicity of fronts. Absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to remember. It's easy to uh, just think about the US antitrust enforcement um, and then you kind of start dealing with these companies that have, you know, operations worldwide and you realize, wait, there's 
you know, you don't just have the United States, you know, pursuing antitrust claims, you've got every other country doing that as well. And it really kind of emphasizes the, the need to like think and look globally about these issues. Um, because, you know, it's easy to have a myopic view, but uh, it's, it's not just, not just the United States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, for sure. And how do you personally kind of try to stay up to date on these sort of new developments, you know, things in technology are changing so quickly. Um, and are there certain sources um, or resources that you kind of turn to when you're looking to see what the news is in the industry? Sure. So uh, obviously, I you got to read a lot, uh, which is like table stakes, though, for a, a question like yours. But in addition to reading a lot, I like to listen a lot. Uh, sometimes by the time the news is in print, it's old news, right? Especially in a dynamic market like tech or like um, certain corners of the healthcare field that are super dynamic and super fast moving. Um, so I like to talk to my friends who are in industry in the front lines uh, and learn from what they're seeing. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of of kind of getting to know other people in this field. And I feel like personally, in my experience, it's just been such a collaborative, um, wonderful group of people that I've gotten to meet, whether they're, you know, the economists or, you know, lawyers at other firms or in the government, um, everyone is is really, really friendly and welcoming. And yeah, making those connections uh, is so, so useful and, and interesting to just get to know people and then to hear what they're experiencing on, on the side that they're working on. Um, and yeah, I think you're so right that, you know, by the time things can get to print, they may already be outdated with some of this stuff. So it's good to keep your ear to the ground, so to speak. Well, to build on your on your larger point, Kate, I mean, that's one of the things that I have always loved about the ABA, because you're pointing out, I think, something that's very true about the antitrust bar. Uh, the antitrust bar is full of people who are, um, in our own nerdy way, very passionate about the subject and passionate about sharing that um, passion with uh, with other lawyers with and with lawyers who are new to the field who are coming up and you know rising stars like yourself so <laughs> the ABA has been really a great place for me at least in my career uh, to get to bounce ideas off colleagues meet new people new practitioners from different corners of the field from di with different thoughts about what the field should look like um, it's just been a great it's been a great um, collegial uh, environment yeah, I've been so pleasantly surprised at um, how active the antitrust section is, and it's been really, really great to kind of get more involved in that and see how many opportunities there are out there for, you know, younger lawyers and people just trying to get started, um, and then to see people who, you know, really, you know, benefited so much from their experiences uh, with the ABA. Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely a really great resource for keeping up to date on things. So, we've talked a lot about the benefits of antitrust, but there's also always, you know, challenges with any line of work. So what would you say some of the hardest parts have been for you about the antitrust uh, practice? And I'll say for me, I I didn't come in with a heavy anti, uh, excuse me, I didn't come in with a deep economics background. And so I have been, you know, learning on the go, as so to speak, with that and familiarizing myself with the different theories and um, different, you know, experts and their reports. And that's been definitely a, a learning curve, but one that's been really interesting um, because I, I find it to be very uh, enjoyable to, to kind of keep learning like that. But uh, I would love to know for you, what did you kind of maybe find challenging when you first started? Sure. Well, when I started the started at the Federal Trade Commission the first time, you know, I was there 
two yeah. times, most recently, right before I came here uh, as deputy director of the Bureau of Competition. But the first time I went there, it was to join the, the uh, general counsel's office and the chairman's office. And when I went there the first time, I was, you know, was something like seven years out of law school, and I didn't have an antitrust background. And here I was practicing with world-class antitrust employers at the top of their game. I had a lot to learn, and I had to learn it in a hurry. So I did what I needed to do. I read horn books, I read law review articles, I attended a lot of ABA conferences, panels, brown bags, conferences, where I soaked all the antitrust up and, you know, it, I guess I, I, if you if you two are new to the field, I would encourage doing the same thing. Just dive in. I think that's such great advice, and you know it can definitely be intimidating. I think when you're first starting out, there's so much you don't know about everything. It seems, um, but it definitely you know it's definitely doable. You can figure it out. You know if you put in the time um, and you you know are eager to learn, people are eager to help. I I have found it. And uh, yeah, I think there's a lot out there you can just dive right into and, and keep and learning, keep learning as you go. And, and I think that, you know, the best, the best antitrust lawyers are themselves still learning every day. You know, that's a really good point, Kate. I think that's true. I, I know I am learning new things about antitrust law all the time um, and because the, the field is ever evolving and uh, there, you know, new facts present new issues. Um, it's a it's a great um, career path in law if you are always if you enjoy lifelong learning. Exactly. I remember hearing that some of the first things I feel like I heard about antitrust when I was, you know, talking to lawyers or when I was in law school was that, oh, you know, you get to constantly learn new things. You're constantly learning about new industries, new, you know, the law itself is changing. And I, you know, at the time you're you're taking everything in and thinking, okay, that, that sounds great, and, but I've found it to be so true every day, um, and it really keeps the practice interesting and exciting uh, and dynamic as you're, you know, you never feel like you've mastered it. <laughs> it's still the practice of law. <laughs> well said. What has been the best part for you of working in antitrust? I think the best part of my career has been the people, hands down, my colleagues in government, in-house and private practice have been just terrific to work with and it makes the job a pleasure um, my my new colleagues at mayor brown are all as awesome as you uh and have been so collegial and so welcoming my ftc experience you know the, the ftc is filled with staffers who really care about protecting competition who work incredibly hard to get it right my Friends uh, that I work with in-house were absolutely passionate about the mission that they were aiming to promote. Um, and it's just, it, 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 it comes all down to the people. I have just been blessed by getting to work with amazing colleagues. That's so wonderful. Yeah, when I was starting out and, and trying a bunch of different things and I, I kind of found myself just gravitating toward working in the antitrust group. And part of it was just because I love the people that I worked with so much. They were, you know, interested, they were intelligent, they were deep in the issues. Um, and, you know, I feel like you just gravitate toward, toward where you feel like you belong. And I certainly, that happened to me with antitrust um, as well. But that is, I think, such a, such a testament to the field in general that in, you know, whether it's in-house or government or private practice, um, it's just, uh, a group of really, really incredible people working in this field. It's true. So before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask um, kind of one last sort of question. So if you're graduating law student or maybe you're just getting started, um, you've only been practicing for a little bit um, and you're trying to maybe thinking about doing a career in antitrust law, what are some of your kind of 
big pieces of advice for, for someone in law school or just starting out? I would say learn as much as you can. Read, go to court hearings that are uh, uh, available to you through your practice or zoom in if that's what's going on. Um, go to ABA events, host an event, whether it's ABA or otherwise. Nothing forces you to master your materials like having to teach it. <laughs> uh, do all of those things and, and connect with colleagues in, this, in the space. And I think you'll have um, a, a great introduction to the field. I think that's such great advice um, and things I'm certainly also trying to uh, to lean into as I get more involved and more senior in the antitrust world as well. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to talk to us. This was a great conversation. I really enjoyed getting to hear more about your experience before you came to Mayor Brown. And I think that for law students or young lawyers starting to you know, think about what they wanna do, this is gonna be a really great resource for them as well. So thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Kate. Thanks for having me.